I'm Bruce Tuff, principal of the Tuff Law Firm. We are a full-service law firm serving the greater Woodlands area and the greater Houston area. Contact us at 281-681-0808. We're tough for you. And now, here's the veteran voice of the legal fix, Bruce Buffer. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live from the Lone Star State in Montgomery County, Texas, for a brand new episode of The Legal Fix, a new age radio show presented by the Tough Law Firm, the toughest law firm in town, with the toughest lawyers around, answering your toughest legal questions. Introducing first, hosting out of the red corner, the big deal, Bruce Wilson, top, joined by Boy Wonder, Brandon Scott Riley, and super lawyer, G.I. Jerome, the golden boy, Jeremy Lee Hall. Hey, thank you, Bruce Buffer. I'm the big deal, Bruce Tuff. I'm here with Brandon the Riley, the boy wonder, and I'm here with G.I. Jerome, the golden boy, I'm Jeremy Hall. Boy. And our guest today, back by popular demand, is Paula Hughes, the, the eraser. eraser. Yeah, welcome, Paula. Thank you. Great, great to see everybody. Uh, we're going to have a special show today. This is uh, Good Friday for all of you that are watching us uh, on our show live. And uh, everybody uh, connotates Good Friday and the weekend with Easter. So it's been commercialized slightly. We're going to bring you back to Old Testament days. Because Paula, although she's an accomplished attorney and uh, the senior uh, associate attorney in the Tuff Law Firm, she is also a religious scholar. And if, she, if you say that about her, don't, she says, don't. no, I don't do that. But she was an editor for the Christian Ministries and provided historical research for questions that we're going to ask her today, like what is the significance of Easter, Paula? Why, what is the signific- significance <laughs> no of transition. Easter? Yeah. The significance of Easter yes. is that in traditional Christian thought, it is a celebration of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. In fact, however, for the first two centuries or so following the death of Christ, and indeed even in the scriptures, the words that are translated Easter in the Bible come from Pascha or Pesach in the Hebrew. It means Passover. So Passover is also very closely associated with Easter, and in fact, this, this year in particular, the two fall very close together. If today is Good Friday, the Jewish people would, observed, would have observed Passover last night, and Christians who observe the Passover observe it on the night in which Jesus Christ was betrayed, which would have been, the, been on Thursday night. Would that have been the Last Supper? That would he be was the betrayed? Last Supper. Okay, so that's what a lot of people associate Passover. The Do you last think they supper. had Chick Fil A at the Last Supper? They did not. Hmm. No, they had lamb. No early. Yeah, they had lamb. I and think then so. There's a significance hmm. of lamb that was very traditional uh, in the culture at the time. So uh, now, I always associate Good Friday with the resurrection of Christ. That's that is my whole identification with Good Friday because it's Good Friday. 
Christ has been resurrected, but it's really not. It's the day that Christ was crucified. That's correct. Yes. Okay. And uh, so, so um, what, where's the misconception coming from? These guys don't know anything, so we're going to help them out. Okay. Oh, I'll go to sword drills with Paula all day. Okay. Will you? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to let oh, you yeah. go. Oh, wait. Oh, Paula. Jeremy, when I told him that you were going to be on the show today and we were going to talk about the significance of Easter and the Easter Bunny, he says, oh, I'm going to get trivia questions for Paula. So he's already prepared for you. Yeah, he's got and, you. And, of course, you didn't tell me ahead of time. Uh, no, no, uh, no, never. You just never. want to see what you know. No preparation. <laughs> You're getting pelted. Oh, boy. I will say, if Paula was around in biblical times, do you think she would have been one of the authors of the Bible? Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah, she would have been a she, disciple. Yes. But I don't, the first but female disciple. First technically. First yeah, female exactly. disciple. The 13th disciple. Yeah. Oh, no, no. The, Paula Hughes. No, you're talking about the, the, the 12 disciples, but right. there were women disciples. There yeah. were 120 present on the day right. of Pentecost after what Christ's death. What were the 12 then? Were they the apostles? Correct, yes. Who found Jesus apostles. first? It wasn't a man. Mary it Magdalene. It wasn't a man. Yes. Traditionally thought. Yes, right. right. And um, also... Uh, one of the significance of Easter in what you have devoted a lot of your um, religious studies to is your belief in the Sabbath. And there's a difference because the Christian ministries was uh, religious research and teachings for those that believed in the Sabbath versus Sunday, and that's Saturday versus Sunday. And what's the significance of that? Well, um, of course, the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament— one of the commandments is remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. And the Sabbath day has been revealed to be Saturday. And so that's the day that one should observe the Sabbath. Do you shower on Saturdays? Yes. I, I have a follow-up to that. What if, what if after you're done, though? I don't want to interrupt you. I'm sorry. After the death of Christ... There's some evidence that the that the early church began to celebrate on Sunday because it was believed that was the day of Jesus' resurrection. Because that's three days after the crucifixion. So you can well, say the Friday, three days after the crucifixion, Sunday, Monday. But really, if Christ you, was crucified Wednesday and risen on Friday. I, I, this is my uh, follow-up to you. You can, you can you, agree or not. If you... Uh, if you look carefully at the biblical accounts, which are somewhat confused for a variety of reasons, you can work it out that Wednesday probably works best. Okay. And a Saturday night, it's notable, nobody saw, there's no record of anybody seeing Jesus' resurrection. So that's not recorded for us. Right, right. But Sunday morning when they came early, before it was light, he was already gone. And is that part so of the that, significance of celebrating on Sunday for traditional uh, Christian churches? That's the reason that's given. Right, right. Among others. There right. are others as well. Now, is that based on the Gregorian calendar? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> great. So, um, Just wondering. You're, so uh, it's always interesting because Paula observes certain religious holidays different from the rest of us. This so, is why we argue and, with her about due dates for answers to certain motions in certain counties because she's like, well, you know, when you, when you count, you count morning and then it starts in the evening. Your counting starts in the evening, right? How well, does that, that work? That comes from the account in Genesis 1 right. where – God did this and God did that, and it says in the evening and the morning were the first day, and the right. evening and the morning were the second day. Right. 
So to this Friday is the Feast of the Leavened Bread, correct? Is it this Friday or not? Or it unleavened bread. Unleavened the, bread. Yes, the Feast Unleavened. of Unleavened Bruce, Bruce Bread. Just unleavened it. Yeah, unleavened, unleavened it. Unleavened bread. It. Now, what is, what is that term. mean? The Feast of the Unleavened Bread. The Feast of Unleavened Bread follows the Passover. In ancient times, as you may remember, the Israelites were thrown out of Egypt following the death of the firstborn. And the Bible records that they had to leave in such a hurry they didn't have time for their bread to rise so that they ate unleavened bread. So for Jewish people, it's a remembrance and a memorial of that time and of their deliverance from Egypt and from slavery in Egypt. For a Christian, there are many references in the Bible, a few references in the Bible, to leaven being a type of sin, kind of to, to represent or a metaphor for sin. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. Got one bad apple, it spoils the whole bunch. Nice. Um, so... If you're taking unleavened bread, Jesus Christ was sinless. Unleavened bread is sinless if leaven represents sin. So during the Feast of Unleavened Bread for a Christian, you can eat the unleavened bread and think that you're taking Jesus into your life, into your heart, and trying to follow his example more closely. Ah. Wonderful. Okay, so now we know. I know for all so you when listeners. They, when they rap and they say, get that dough, they, what they're saying is get that non-sinful money, right? Uh, don't listen to rap. Oh. I can't tell you. Sorry. Oh, that's good. It's less to repent for. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so Paula, the we are also talking about what happens when you really uh, mess with God like the Egyptians did and uh, – the, uh, with the uh, lamb's blood on the door, which saved so many of the Israeli, Israelites during that time. Tell me that story. Well, that's right. Well, everybody's seen the movie The Ten Commandments, or at least heard about it. And Charlton you'll Heston. recall, Charlton Heston, you'll recall oh. that Moses was going back to Pharaoh every time God told him to go back, saying, let my people go. And Pharaoh refused and refused and refused and God sent plague after plague after plague until finally the last plague he said he was going to kill all the firstborn in the entire land of Egypt and the Israelites were directed to take up a lamb to kill it on the 14th day of the first month and to take its blood and spread the blood on the lentils and the doorposts of their homes and that when God passed through to smite the land of Egypt, he would see the blood on their doors, and he would pass Passover. over their homes. Hence, we get the name Passover. Passover, and that all relates. And the Pharaoh lost his firstborn. Land. He did. He lost, the Pharaoh lost his firstborn, for those of us that know this. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let me do this. We're going to take a break. We're going to stay on schedule. We're going to come back. We're going to have, uh, we're going to have Passover Easter trivia for Paula Hughes. With oh, a yeah. little leveled bread. With a little leveled leavened. bread. Unleavened. Leavened. 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 Okay. But no, we're not leavened. We're unleavened. All right, we'll be right back. Thank you. I'm Bruce Tuff, principal of the Tuff Law Firm. We are a full-service law firm serving the greater Woodlands area and the greater Houston area. Contact us at 281-681-0808. We're tough for you.
To host a blood drive at your location, go to GiveBlood. When you look at the number of disasters in the U.S., chances are every area will deal with some kind of emergency in the next decade. And between school, sports, and social lives, chances are you won't be with your kids when it happens. Will they know what to do? Ready.gov slash kids has the educational tools and information to make the conversation easy. When the time comes, chances are they'll feel prepared, not scared. So talk with your family today. I'm Bruce Tuff, principal of the Tuff Law Firm. We are a full-service law firm serving the greater Woodlands area and the greater Houston area. Contact us at 281-681-0808. We're tough for you. Hey, welcome back to The Legal Fix. Today we're joined by our uh, guest, Paula Hughes, an attorney with the Tough Law Firm. Her nickname is The Eraser. The Eraser. The The Eraser. Don't want to mess with The Eraser. And we were talking about the resurrection of Jesus Christ and Easter and Passover. Uh, Paul is also was an editor at Christian Ministries with Religious Studies. So we're going to tap her extensive background. And uh, Paula also has the distinction of holding the record for the most questions asked in the least time for the hot seat. So she is no one. No one can even. No one can even has come close, right there. No, we have anybody that's even close per answer. You are the closest to Paolo. Okay, with three hot seats under your belt. Yeah, Yeah. it is third round. Yeah, three Three hot seats. But he answers pretty fast, just in general. Paolo was next. I watched her hot seat last week. And it's amazing. It's on our YouTube channel if you haven't watched it. It was the second or third hot seat that we did. We did you, then we did Bolts, and then we did Paolo. The lightning bolt. She had very little context as to what was coming, and she still just crushed it. That's just her natural aura. She She erases all records. Y'all are very kind. Except her She is the best. Um, So we're going to put you – we're not going to have a hot seat for you since you're the record holder. But you know what we're going to do? we got to have a hot seat. Undisputed champion. We we need to have a a hot seat clip of of Paula and uh, all the other – I think Rebecca's working on that, right? Yeah, compilation. Of a a hot seat. Yeah, Yeah. do a remix hot for our anniversary episode, which I don't even know when is that, but it's coming up. Yeah. The anniversary show, we're close. A year or 100 episodes? Um, Is it a year? It'll be both, right? It'll Uh be a year here pretty soon before our 100th episode. Because you yeah. were here for the first show that we had, right? Yeah. We, you, because it was, it was three. the three of us the came in and we yeah. said, we're going to do this. <coughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The Sun Signs, okay. Wicked Smart, a lot yeah. of good stuff Wick- on the first show. I forgot about Wicked Smart. Is it Wicked we Smart? Wicked Smart. It, yeah. It's Wicked, Wicked Smart. Wicked Smart. Okay. You're, Jeremy, I'm going to throw this to you. You're going to put the trivia questions for Paula. Yeah, this is just a victory lap for Paula, so just... Enjoy. The Answer as fast champion. as you can. Okay, can we get a clock sound in the background just to put a little more pressure on her? Yeah. Okay, what is the first day of Lent called? I'll give you a clue. It's a Wednesday. First a day of Lent. Wednesday. First day of Wednesday? Yes. What holiday is celebrated when Jesus returns to Jerusalem? You just mentioned it. The, um, well... I'd say the Feast of Trumpets or Rosh Hashanah. How about Passover? Um, Passover. Pass- good job. Oh. A week job. before Easter, she will challenge the Sunday you. before Easter is called uh, what? Sunday before Easter. I don't know. 
Palm Sunday. Sunday. Jump in, BW. Oh, I'm about to steal them. How about the Monday after Palm Sunday? What's that called? I have no idea. Holy Monday. Holy Wednesday, referred to as Spy Wednesday. What is that referring to? Who's the spy? I don't know. Judas Iscariot. Judas, yeah. How much did he this sell is, out? These Jesus are all his for? New Testament questions. Of to you. Hey, there we go. Bam. There we go. Something when was the Lord's Supper instituted? What day do we celebrate that on? It is the day in which Jesus was betrayed, which is going to be the evening of the thirteenth of Nisan. Okay. Oh, is is there a celebration specific. name? It's got two names. Celebration. Monday, Thursday. Monday, Thursday. It's either Monday, Thursday, or Tuesday, Thursday. Monday, Thursday. Monday, Monday, Thursday. Monday, Thursday. Okay. Good Friday. What happened then? That's when Jesus Christ was crucified according to Christian tradition. Excellent. And died. What were his last words on the cross? Father, Thank forgive. Thank you. May have said it is finished. It is finished. It my is God, finished. my God, oh, why hast thou forsaken, forsaken me? That was it. Oh. Temple veil was torn. Which Dang. way? Top to bottom or bottom to top? Up and down. Top to top bottom. To bottom. <laughs> top to bottom. Oh my! What happens before Easter Sunday? What's the Saturday before called? I don't know. Holy Saturday. When Mary Magdalene found Jesus, who did she mistake him for? The gardener. Yes. How many nice. days did Jesus appear to his disciples after his death, after he arose? How many days? How many days total did he make appearances? Oh, I don't know. How many there days were on earth? 40, Forty days. Wow, attaboy. Oh. Where did Jesus ascend into heaven? What From the Mount of Olives. Very nice. I didn't know that one. When Jesus died, there was darkness in the land. How long did that darkness last? I believe it was three hours. Excellent. That is correct. How well did done. Judas identify Jesus? He kissed him. Excellent. Damn. Good You are job. off. You're, You're done with your victory lap. Good job, Very good, Paula. Paula. Oh, she did yeah. good. Yeah, Paula. You, job. Yeah. I would have failed that test. She, she does that all the time. She does that in the Sheesh. office, too. Biblical like, scholar. Is, I know. She well, doesn't even it. have to be she Bible knowledge. She'll still do it. That was, that was awesome. Y'all are very kind. Okay, Paula, what are you going to do for this uh, Passover Easter weekend? Well, uh, on Thursday night, it is my belief that Jesus gave this, the example to, he washed his disciples' feet, and he said, you'll be happy if you do this too. And when you take the bread and wine, you remember the Lord's death until he comes. Wait, so, so are you, you going to wash the doggo's feet? I'm going to wash a person's feet. Oh. Mm -hmm. the you dogs. wash a person's feet, and somebody washes your feet, uh, and then we take the symbols of the bread and the wine. Nice. Good. And you're doing that Thursday. What about the rest of the weekend? Well, Friday is the night to be much remembered. Correct. Uh, and that is the night that traditionally the Israelites are believed to have left Egypt. Mm -hmm. mm. And so we're, we have a, traditionally we have a meal together with the people of the congregation. And then we celebrate the Holy Day, the first day of unleavened bread uh, on Saturday. Who's the wow. lucky recipient of the foot washing? It's, everybody does it. So who's who's them, your lucky recipient? Just whoever. Yeah. When we just get a there, random, and next man. Yeah, just, just whoever First person you're sitting next also to or whatever. Right. I would have a favorite. I would already pick my favorite. Look, I wouldn't wash his feet. Okay, so that's just. The, the women have wash women. They haven't been washed women in a while. Wash women's feet. They wash men's feet. Unleavened. Oh, you so, have. Yeah. Oh, so no, it's they're leavened sex? for sure. No, men wash men's feet. Women wash women's feet. Oh, okay. 
It's not like you're yeah, doing no. Bruce. It's not like it, touching. It's not mm. like a date. That could lead night. to other yeah. things. No. It's not this a date. Foot washing okay. is a gateway activity. All right. Gateway. You don't yeah. want it leading to other things. Okay. All right. You could do the simultaneous wash, but yeah. then you might bang heads. I see. You'd have oh, to go laying down head, head to toe. Yeah. Boing. And then you could do the simultaneous. Yeah. yeah. Right. No. And so no. it ends on Saturday night for you, or do you. Uh, no, Sunday? there's seven days of unleavened bread. Right. So during that time, while you're consciously taking in jesus christ and trying to make him more of a part of your life right by eating the unleavened bread you also don't eat leavened bread sandwiches cakes cookies crackers anything that has leavening in it so for seven should we, days should we tempt her you always do we nice. do Juicy. we'll tempt her <laughs> yeah. cakes and sandwiches do you make your unleavened bread or I do, do you not purchase it but many people do unleavened section not. okay the is there bread. an unleavened section in H-E-B? Well, there are some the places. Herbert? Some well, places have yeah. a lot of That's very matzos interesting. and what, what, what have you. What advice oh, or what, what thoughts would you provide to our listening audience about their reflection or celebration of Easter? What would be the most important thought to communicate to our listeners? Well, Jesus' death was necessary, but our salvation comes through his resurrection. Mm. So let's remember that he was raised from the dead and is seated at the right hand of God the Father in heaven. Beautiful. Amen. Beautiful. Outstanding. Uh, Jeremy, what are you doing for this weekend with uh, Remy? Uh, celebrating my birthday. Oh, my gosh. When is your birthday? April 18th. Oh, God. Oh, right. that's, that's on Monday. You're going to be 42, Monday birthday. right? Are you working on yeah. Monday? 42. Plus He'll be 42. Minus about are you planning on Four working years. on Monday, or do you have to take that off? No, it's an official. It's a nationwide holiday. Okay, right? yeah, Jeremy's birthday. Yeah, Golden right. Boy birthday. Well, I thought I we should, Golden no, Boy. We should have a Golden Luncheon for you or something. Yeah. I'm down with that. No, or, I'll, I'll be there. Okay. I'll be there. I'll be oh. celebrating with the Tough Law Firm. Oh, okay, good. Nice. And and so the weekend, what do you do? Do what do you have planned? Where's your church? What do you where do you attend? The Art Church in Conroe is where we go on Wednesdays and Sundays sometimes. Sometimes uh, the Woodlands First Baptist Church. In fact, we were there this past Sunday for Remy's first Easter egg hunt, nice. which How'd was a do? lot of fun. How, How many eggs do? did she, she get? Oh, it, the, the max, however many she could fit in her basket. There were so many. It was the infant version of the egg hunt, right. mm-hmm. so there wasn't a whole lot of hunting. Yeah. It was a lot of parental activity and stuff like that. We were bashing balloons all over the place. It was a... It was a lot of fun nice. for the parents nice. included. That's nice. a ton of fun. Okay. I remember those BW, days. what's your plans? I'm going to visit family. We're going to gather the whole clan together and feast. So the Riley clan is getting The Riley together. clan, the Sanderlin clan, the Gudot clan, a bunch of us. Okay, and that's in Henderson, the, right? Yes. Henderson. It's Henderson, not, Texas. Henderson, Henderson. Okay, good. Hillbilly well, capital of the world. All right. So what do you? <laughs> so do you guys have like axe throwing contests and things like that? You know, we used to have chainsaw juggling, but, you know, you get one wrong chainsaw throw. and That's and bad. That it ruins the party. anymore. It ruins yeah, the party. That's pretty sad. Yeah. A lot okay. of prosthetics. You have to waste the ice. And then, yeah. But the good stupid. news is they don't even have leavened bread there yet, so it's all unleavened. Yeah. They're okay. just in yeah, compliance right. automatically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Okay, well, it's let's do the, this. We have a whole extensive list of hot topics, and uh, we're going to let Boy Wonder go through a – whole list of our hot topics and and we've been cutting him short on our show so i'm going to take a quick break now we'll come back to hot topics and it's going to be boy wonder day for hot topics and so we're going to run it back on kangaroo court too oh, oh you're yeah. not going to try Rest that again sure. are you I'm never afraid to fail oh, twice he, okay so he's going to do kangaroo court these are the the quotes from trials from attorney witnesses that we tried last segment and paul carroll said oh my god is this live <laughs> 
Yeah, if you saw it live, you saw it. But we cut that out. We cut that out. It was skin. Okay, we'll be right back, and we're going to take hot topics. I'm Bruce Tuff, principal of the Tuff Law Firm. We are a full-service law firm serving the greater Woodlands area and the greater Houston area. Contact us at 281-681-0808. We're tough for you. Everyone loves animals. Some people even make them wear seatbelts. But not all people wear seatbelts, which is ridiculous because seatbelts save lives. Don't be a statistic this year. If you love it, click it. Worried about your friend but don't know how to reach out? You can say how while you will get a fake tattoo. You can ask with an app if it works for you. You can chat with them in VR. It's so good if you think you should check in. Yeah, you should. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Hey, welcome back to The Legal Fix. We're joined by Bruce Tuff, Brandon Riley, Jeremy Hall, and our guest, Paula Hughes. We've been talking about Easter and Passover, and now we're going to go into hot topics, and Boy Wonder's going to take us through a whole bunch of the most current hot topics that have been uh, in Houston and uh, Texas and the United States. The world. The world. Do you topics. normally join yourself at parties? You say, uh, Bruce Tuff always, is joining me? Always, okay. always. I feel the same way. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. Linda Hidalgo's top staffers were indicted Lena. in Harris County. Lena. Linda. Linda. Lena. Linda. Lena Hidalgo. Her top staffers were indicted for basically pay-to-play bribes on uh, government contracts issued through the county. Yeah, and let and me tell you, they're how walking them back. There were one of them was an eleven million dollar contract that they've right. walked back from uh, insider trade with her top staffers. Right, so she's me, too young for that position. As, and I, I pulled this from the Michael Berry show, and as Michael Berry said, uh, if the commandant's seeing, everyone goes to jail. That's right. <laughs> then, and the way that works is, is when you're putting together an RFP, a request for proposal, you can mm-hmm. hire a specialist in the area that will help you and assist you. And we did this in the school district and the township. And then they would set up the criteria for the RFP for the vendors. And then it would go out and they would help select the vendors that we would pick and award the contract to, rating them on experience and quality. Qualifications, and, and, yeah. Yeah, qualifications. But in this case, her, her staffers and her, I think, went to mm. uh, one uh, a political operative that worked for her in the Democratic Party and then said, hey, put this thing together. And then, oh, by the way, you get to bid on it. And they have all these smoking gun emails. They have mm. this whole inside job. It's $11 million. One woman. And they picked them to do a COVID outreach over U- a University of Texas Medical Branch, which is just crazy. I which mean, was a lower yeah. bid a lower bid and higher qualifications. Correct, correct. And so, they still picked them over it. And that's going to be so a big deal. I hope it takes her down. All right, more, next. more of the same in corruption. New York yeah. Democratic Lieutenant Governor was arrested for almost identical charges, but he's facing campaign finance fraud, including pay-to-play schemes where he was paying back donors – for their contributions to his campaign. This is a brand new situation. It's still developing, but he was arrested by the FBI, and I think he's going to go down pretty hard on this one. Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin. Brian Benjamin. He says he gave it back as soon as he found out about it, though. So Does that say I hope that works for him. It well, didn't work for um, 
uh, Dinesh D'Souza when he was like, oh, but I returned the money. They were like, no, you go to jail for multiple years. Goodbye. Yeah. So mm. we'll see. Yeah. And he wasn't an elected official. He was just trying to help an elected official in her campaign. In other news, last week we talked about uh, Elon Musk, Elon Musk, however you want to pronounce his name, joining, being appointed to the board of Twitter. He's declined the appointment because it's the appointment – no, well, no, it's more than that. It's worse. It's a hostile takeover like I called last week. At the time, they made the offer. They said he couldn't buy more than 14% of the outstanding shares, which would control him and, and minimize his majority shareholder interest. He declined, which indicates in the inside that he's going to try to do a hostile takeover. I think he's going he to reactivate Trump account. Trump's I think he account. will. Well, you know what the interesting thing about Elon is Elon doesn't believe in censorship or, no. or, or he believes in First Amendment free speech, a purist, and Twitter does not. And so I heard all these mm. CNN co commentators saying, oh, my God, what's going to happen? We can't curtail free speech. We can't censor him. And Donald Trump will be back. Oh, yeah, so I think he like, will. Yeah, so I'm very interested to watch how this plays out. He yeah. obviously had a plan long before he bought that nine percent stake. Yes, which is the majority yes. shareholder at this time. Yeah, and that plan is running afoul of what the board wants to do. And, and the stock price went them. up, by the way. Of course, it jacked up real quick. That's his masterpiece. Yeah. Is that he's he friends with inflate. Joe Hogan. Mm -hmm. He was a well-known Republican, so I think that all leads to Donald Trump. I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan is not a Republican. Well, he's got some conservative opinions. Just because you moved to Texas doesn't make you a Republican. And, I think we and the fact that he thinks masks are stupid. He thinks masks are stupid. But I've seen him talk back to Republicans and Dems. Yeah, he's pretty fair and balanced. Yeah, I mean, he speaks his mind about yeah. everything. When he sees something crazy, that, that's when they jacked him up over the whole COVID thing and yeah. said, oh, you, so your doctor prescribed that to you. We want to ban you, censor you. Yeah, they so tried now, to cancel he, him from Spotify. They did. They wanted they to failed. cancel him, and they, they and, and he had a couple of musicians said, we're, we don't, uh, oh we're gosh. off, take our music off. Neil you Young. Know? Neil yeah. Young, yeah. my God. You know, Was all that Harvest this, Moon? And over this COVID crap yeah because he's taking like horse tranquilizers to combat covid nice yeah okay next in the news finland and sweden are going to join nato they've already made soft pledges and they're trying to work really? out the agreement that is for real after after Holy generations oh. of neutrality they're going to join and Finland's the border is the on repercussions Russia, could you guys. be Did you like know they got stalingrad all these all these countries that Russia oh, or all these cities that Russia expanded in its empire days to take could one day become Finland, Sweden, other countries again. Right? This is he's Putin's I mean, bungled things, man. He's he finally put us just at just, the brink of World War Three, no question. He that's his last shot right there. When, I mean, when neutral company it. when neutral countries come to become or move out of neutrality into picking a side, that's a problem. That is a real problem seriously. after generations. Yeah, seriously. Mm -hmm. One other interesting one, a lawyer on TikTok, her hashtag is I can't read it, it's too small. Jetty Girl twenty eight had a lot of comments about divorcees and who are the most likely to get a divorce and who to avoid in marrying. And so I thought you guys might care about this. Cops, surgeons, and homemakers are the worst male spouses to have. Cops, surgeons, and homemakers. As it relates to men. Okay. So the worst men to marry, cops, surgeons, and homemakers. The, I always thought it was the number one suicide rate. It was like dentists, 
doctors, cops, you know, basically <laughs> lawyers, and close lawyers. Ones. Oh no, no lawyers are close. Three. Not lawyers. They're three. I think yeah. we're number three. Lawyers stay in the top. Yeah, yeah of we're all always these markers. But but look at lawyers aren't in the top professions to. Uh, yeah. For suicide, tell you, yes, yeah. but not for avoiding marrying. Not avoid but marrying. But you well, guys, because if you divorce a cop, stress relief, right? If yeah. you divorce a cop, it gets real ugly. Between oh, I know. The two. If you divorce a lawyer, he's either one already put you on a prenup, or two is going to make you not want to fight him because it won't cost him anything to defend himself. And he'll be fair and equitable. Maybe. Yeah. Or right. he'll threaten you. Yeah. I don't know. Is that right? What do you think a cop will do? I represented a wife you. against a cop. It was rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Investigate you. Okay. So you're right. going to now take us into uh, kangaroo court. Um, we're going to see if if Brandon Riley can recover from last uh, week's kangaroo court. Already and he's, bungled it. he's already lost it. Okay. All right. Well, you're going to be, oh, be the prosecutor, right? Yeah, I'll be set the prosecutor. Us up. Set us up. Set up. Come on. Set us Fire up. away, Jeremy. All right. Prosecutor. What, is this, what does this mean? Tell us what kangaroo court kangaroo is. Kangaroo court is actual transcripts from actual legal cases that just prove that attorneys are humans as well. Okay, go. They really go. said that. Yes, they go, really go, go. It. Do it. Prosecutor asked the witness, how fast was the car coming toward you? Witness, I'm not a thermometer, so I can't tell you the speed limit. Thermometer. <laughs> these okay. are real. These are, these are like dad jokes. Bruce already doesn't like them. We can just call it a day. Bruce hates it. I give up. Uh, I no, tried go, three go, times Dex, over. Go again. The, go again. You told me this was good. The Come attorney on. asked the witness, what did the doctor tell you was the condition of the body when he performed the aut autopsy? Witness, he described it as dead. Dead. <laughs> okay, these, these are, are funny. The, <laughs> okay, do another one. Do another one. <laughs> see if you could. Paula doesn't even like him. Come on. The she, prosecutor asked laughing. the witness, did you see the defendant in court today, sir? Yes, I do. And how is he dressed? He looks pretty sharp. Hmm. <laughs> these are really Style funny. comment. I thought these were funny. I give up. Go, I tried twice. More. I have do no problem failing one. twice. Do last one. Last one. Okay. Uh, counsel says to a man in the hallway, hey, are you the witness, victim, or defendant? I'm the guy who did it. <laughs> That's a good one. Right. Oh, we, we got it. Four tries. Oh my gosh. That. Okay, so we'll bring it back. We got one Maybe. laugh out of that. And we'll try it again. All right. Another thank day. you for watching the Legal Fix brought by the Tough Law Firm. Call us at two eight one six eight one zero eight zero eight or visit toughlawfirm.net or hit us up in the comments. Catch past episodes and highlights on our website and YouTube channel and connect with us on Facebook, Insta, and listen live on Spotify and 91.1 FM, The Boss, Fridays the at noon. I'm the big deal Bruce Tuff with Boy Wonder Brandon Riley and the Golden Boy Jeremy Hall and with our special guest, Paula the Racer Hughes. We'll see you next week on The Legal Fix.